Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. We've been talking about learning about and recognizing and joining with the personal presence of God. So let's just take a moment and acknowledge that God's personal presence is with you now. And that one of his purposes for us here on this earth is to awaken our senses to his personal presence. Now, a lot of times we try to imagine what God's personal presence is like. And when we do that, we're we're actually trying to use our soul to identify spirit. So let's just take a moment and let the Lord reveal himself. Lord, we ask you to do that right now. And we come against any interference. The normal interference that we pick up during the day and the week just by being in this world system. Lord, anything that's malicious, that's intentional, that's trying to distract or divert us from receiving any clarity, any healing, any information, guidance that you want us to experience right now. We come against that right now. We send you away. You're just, um, I'm just sending you right back where you came from. You have no business here. You have no place with with the sons of God. There's nothing here for you. You must go now. Lord, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart that understands. Lord, teach us to be able to recognize these attacks. We recognize, Lord, just we're not going to get distracted by the attacks, let alone having to interrupt what we're doing at any given time to deal with them. It's just like when we get cold, we put on a sweater, or we get hot, we take it off. It's part of our environment. We have to learn to deal with it, and we want to learn to deal with it because it's something we're going to learn from later. It's going to be built on that recognition and and overcoming any concerns or fears. Lord, that we're afraid of doing something wrong 
or that if we're being attacked, we must be doing something wrong. Absolutely not. Just like the weather, there is an intentional attack. There are deliberate attempts to keep you from learning to live as a spirit being, to keep you from resting in victory and being available then for God to flow through. God does God wants you to be perfectly available for his power and authority and love and peace. And our enemies don't want that. So we're right in the middle. You just have to accept that. But we are not pawns of either side. God wants us actively involved in the process. He wants us on his side. So to do that, we're not just passive. We are active. We are actively involved in what he's doing. We are actively resting. So, Lord, right now, make these concepts real to us, Lord. Teach us how to separate the activity from our emotions, from our beliefs. And, Lord, just as we develop habits of walking, of driving, of eating, anything we do, saying hi to people, It just comes naturally. We don't think about it. Lord, develop these habits that we would learn how to deal with intrusions and malicious activities, those that are just we find along the way and those that are sent. And Lord, sometimes those things that are sent, you allow those to get our attention. And so, Lord, we want to... Be aware that sometimes you are trying to get our attention, so make us sensitive to everything you're doing in our lives. Lord, do you want to talk to us about these things? Not at this time. So we are going to move forward with what we've been talking about as far as hearing him and learning to recognize his personal presence. Let's just give him a couple minutes, a couple seconds. It doesn't take that long to just turn inward because you've been practicing, right? You've been giving him time during your day, during your week, and hopefully longer and longer periods of time. And asking him, Lord, is there anything else I can do to make you more available, to make you have your way with me more. Lord, we want our senses tuned to you. So develop your relationship with God. This is just like any other relationship. If, you know, you want to get to know somebody, there's activity you have to do. And there may be sacrifices. There may be things 
about God that you don't particularly like, one of the things he has a tendency to interrupt and want to do things in his own time, in his own way, and he sometimes makes us uncomfortable. And guess what? That's that's his right. It's for our benefit. And a lot of times we have our own idea about what God can do in our lives. We say, God, this is how, let's say, let's say God has put it on your heart to be involved in a healing ministry of some kind, and you've been seeking him about that. And you envision yourself involved with, with laying on of hands at a big auditorium, and people are just slain in the spirit and immediate healing and getting out of wheelchairs and that's what you're looking for and then you run across a person and god and you're in a conversation and god says i want you to pray for him and you're like i don't even think he needs anything i don't even know what's going on and and all of a sudden he's they you find out what's going on and you've got a choice now this may person may be somebody you know or a stranger but god creates these little opportunities for us to learn you know he's he can be very kind if we take the opportunities that he sets before us in the small things when the big things come along, we've already seen him work. We've already seen him show up. So that when we do pray for, risk, take that risk and pray for someone that we don't have all the answers for and we see him move, or even if we don't, just taking that action and going ahead and praying for someone right where you're at. That sets you up for that confidence and expectation. You get over your own self-reflection, your own concerns about how will they, what, you know, what if you do it wrong? What if God doesn't show up? What if they don't really need anything? Or what if they think you're a nut? You get over all that. So he creates exactly the situations each one of us needs right when we need it. And when we take advantage of the easy, when the big things come along, we have that confidence. And certainly doesn't mean that it's not going to not be a challenge to step out in some of these things, but we've got a history now that it doesn't kill us to step out. We survive. We live. And so we want to have a, a give God an opportunity to teach us right where we're at. And just on that note, as far as God's concerned, when he puts you in a situation like that and you step out, and you pray for that person, whether they 
whatever, however it turns out, or the situation, the circumstance, for, for God, he is as pleased with that and, and excited and happy as if you were praying for the multitudes in a, in a stadium and, every, and raising people from the dead. It's not the outcome. It's the relationship. When God asks you to do something, can we learn to just get over the questioning and just do it? Just because he's asked us to. Just because we know him. We've been with him. We recognize his presence. We not only know him, we like him. We think he's a really trustworthy guy. And that doing what he says will be worth it in one way, shape, or form. And what he wants to do, you just never know. And he's, he's free to change the, uh, the whole plan on how he's doing whatever he's doing. You may be thinking you're there in a situation to address a certain thing, and it may go a whole different way. Let's let him go there. Now, this is all done at, with perfect rest. And this is, we've been talking about the different aspects of God's personal presence. Last week we were talking about his personal presence is a resort, a spa, a vacation place, a protective place, a place where he restores us and, and ministers to us and refreshes us. But God's personal presence is also active. Now, this is where, just as we were talking about, the rest and the activity going hand in hand. Let's see if we can look at this a little bit. We, we talk about letting the Lord manifest himself to, uh, to us, making himself known to us inwardly. And he draws us inward and outward and however he wants to. But part of our process, learning process, is we turn inward. And that's more than, more just to block out what's out there. We listen to our breathing. We listen to our heart. We listen to, it's like we pull a cloak around ourselves to block out everything else as we just allow the Lord to do whatever he wants to do in revealing himself, clearing out our ears, healing us. We may think nothing's happening, but very often that's the deepest work that he does is when there's nothing seemingly happening. Now, I've known people who call that navel-gazing, and it can be except they don't understand. We're not focusing inward to know ourselves, our soul. We're focusing inward gently where our spirit is, 
to know God. Introspection, self-reflection, is paying attention to our self. Our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions. What's God doing in me? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What's going on? Whereas acknowledging and experiencing God's personal presence is paying attention to God within. You know, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ is in you. Our salvation is being worked out. It is in us. And he's clearing out our soul from the wounds and the lies we believe. Again, so he can flow freely into us and through us. And focus is actually kind of one of those hard words. It's it's like when we are using a binocular and looking in trees. Trees are all different distances, and so we have to pick one and adjust the focus. And yet then something else might be going on in the other tree, and we have to readjust. And what happens is, over time, the Lord teaches us how to do that. As we make ourselves available, he brings into our focus what he wants us to pay attention to. And this is really helpful to, to grab hold of. Don't What we're coming up against is the desire of our soul to retain control. Before we go into the world, into any situation, we want to know what we're heading into. We want to know what to expect so we can be prepared. Yet the more time we spend with God, He will draw our attention to exactly what we need to pay attention to, whether it's an area of preparation or an area of being filled in an area because we're going to be poured out. For instance, bringing joy into a situation or encouragement. So he... He, it's his not his goal is not just to keep us from being distracted what's out there but also to be aware of how he controls our focus your soul wants to control everything and so it's made of fraud it's made a clone a fake soul a duplicate, a copy, and is hiding behind that. And God is stripping it away. 
not to weaken our soul. But that copy, that fake soul, is preventing us from experiencing spirit. Your soul and spirit are becoming united, which is what God wants, union between your spirit, soul, and body, becoming one. But your soul will have to give up control in order for that to happen. Now, this change doesn't happen all at once. It happens a little bit. Sometimes there'll be nothing happening, then a lot happening, then seemingly nothing happening. Remember the the iceberg that we only see a little bit. There's so much going on underneath. And by the time God shows us this is the change he's making in us, he's already made 99% of the change, the healing, the freedom, the speaking truth into our lives. And we just experience the very end. He knows what's best for us. And the only way we know this is by experience. So internally, as we focus, as God focuses us, internally on him, we may or may not notice what activity we're participating in in the natural realm. There may be times when we don't even know what we're saying or doing because we're so focused on what God is saying and doing. We have no idea what it's like to live as a spirit being. But once you experience it, as long as you understand it is from him, this is why we want to know him. Don't be afraid of it. Again, the supernatural is simply above the natural. And the soulical, your soulical senses and your soul itself functions on the supernatural realm. God created the supernatural realm for your soul and for the supernatural beings. And he governs the supernatural realm. So there's nothing to fear there. Now there are things that we pay attention to and we learn how to deal with. But there's no fear there. There are simply opportunities, challenges. It's like going in to take a test, and you've you know you've studied it, you know the you know the material, and you still have to go through the actions and the stress of taking the test. But you're ready for it. Well, God is making you ready for your next test right now. 
and your test is not to show where you failed or where you've not been paying attention or where you haven't studied. The test is for you to move on to your to the next opportunity he has for you to show you you're ready. This experience we carry out our daily activities and yet habitually have are aware of a soul spirit communion with God. There's a coexistence. You live in the natural and the supernatural and in the spirit realms all at once. Now that may seem overwhelming. But that's our normal state of being. We are actually returning, being restored to the relationship within us that God created for us. That when God created Adam, his spirit, Adam's spirit, ruled and provided the life and the guidance and the instruction and filled the needs of his own soul and his own body. He was complete in and of himself. His spirit always received life from God. You and I are returning to that. Right now, your spirit within is already receiving eternal life, 100% of all the eternal life you're ever going to get, you've gotten right now in your spirit. And it's flowing to and through your soul. And the difference between us and Adam is we can appreciate the change. Adam had no appreciation for God. He did not value God because God was always there. Eternal life, the kingdom, all his needs being met was already a given. You and I have more trouble accepting freely the life that God is giving us. We want to earn it. We want to say, well, it's for a reason to do for somebody else. No, it's for you. Learn to just say thank you and and enjoy his presence. Now, this is this living out of the spirit is something that is better experienced for yourself than trying to understand it or, or learn from other people's experiences. 
it is better felt and experienced than tell. But once you experience the spirit within communing with God and then enriching you and changing you, you'll never be fooled by imitations. That's when your thirst for him and your hunger for him. Give in to that. Crave more. Want more. More of him, more of those experiences. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And then ask for more. Pursue him more. Don't be satisfied with anything less than everything. You can't out-ask God when you're asking for him. So, Lord, even now, pour out a fresh hunger and thirst on your people, on all those that you have prepared a way for, Lord. We just ask that you make yourself known in a special way, a new way. And don't let us miss you. We want everything you have for us. And we want your way in our lives. Lord, you know where we're coming from. You know what we need. And I ask that you just meet our needs, whatever they are right now. And we thank you. We thank you ahead of time for what you're doing in our lives, Lord, that we're, for whatever reason, you've, you've chosen us to be alive during this time, that you're, that you're going to do something new. And we, we just ask that you make us ready to recognize, to be able to focus on that which is of you. We recognize, Lord, that when the ocean waves crash, there's not just water. There's sometimes debris. There's sometimes it's, it can be very messy. And, Lord, whatever it takes, have your way. Have your way on your people on this earth, in our own country, whatever country you're in, Lord, have your way. We know spiritually we've already given you permission, but in our soul, Lord, also, we say, have your way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're going to be doing. So for all of you, if you've got questions for me, drop me a line at diane at org. That's our website is therainersclub.org, or you can contact me through Blog Talk Radio. Remember, there's tons of archives available. We're also working on the Facebook page of therainersclub.org. We'll be putting links up there to get there, but we'll be posting um, links to Blog Talk Radio programs there and, and even dipping back into the archives. So thanks so much for... Uh, being patient as we work on making some of this information available to you. And thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.